What's up, everybody? It's the Q-Dog. Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. And in this episode, it is just a raw, wide-open conversation. And the mic was on while we were talking, and we decided again that this would be a great opportunity to share with you where we are. And it's an open conversation between myself, my wife, and Coach Rita. And uh, we ended up calling this Unfinished Business because there are certainly some surprises in here that can help you because it's greatly helped us so sit back relax and enjoy and uh, hey drop us an email coach at man versus marriage podcast.com we'll see you there enjoy the podcast how good do you want your life to be it's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible Is man versus marriage? The I probably the most important thing is, um, it's like how well would you say walking through the process of it, of of you know having these people in your life it's like how do you know that you're over the hurt over the rejection over the judgment over the guilt over the shame um you know I'm just using words that you guys have used along these you know different episodes um abandonment um being a burden um the negativity, the, um, yeah, I think that's, how do you know you've worked through those? How, how, how is it and what is it? Where, where is your, um, what would you call it? Your, not a level, but a, a marker uh, uh, to say, yeah, I, I think I've, I think I've worked through that. What did you, how did you guys use that? What did you use in order to say moving forward, moving, you know, in the near future, I know without a shadow of a doubt, we've, you know, conquered this or we've overcome this. I'll just speak for us if it's okay with you, honey. I don't think we have. That's what's evident. I think just looking at where we are, we identified it and like we made some agreements. Um, We made decisions on how we should go moving forward, but we just did what we always do. And we didn't work through the pain and the wounds and you know, maybe where we were wrong and where they were wrong and work through all the hurt. Because I say it for this reason, because we, uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll be going to see a couple of these people. Mm-hmm. And both of us are kind of like, how, you know, how are we supposed to act? What are we supposed to do? And I, you know, I myself just being completely honest is like, 
when I see this person, you know, how am I supposed to act towards them? What am I supposed to do when they're there? Or do I walk by them like I'm a stranger? Because I don't generally do that with people I know, mm-hmm. you know, and so I don't know that we've done anything. I don't know that we've done a lot towards walking through what those situations put us through. Right. I do know that when we like identified these certain relationships in our life that mm-hmm. were not like healthy, right. That had a negative impact. Cause it was like, we were either being manipulated by these people mm-hmm. or we'd have to act a certain way around these people or the only, only, there were certain ways we had to act, and those are the only things that were acceptable, or we would get a conversation later mm-hmm. that's like, hey, this isn't right because of this. Like, I brought your wife a birthday present, and she didn't come out and thank me for that. I said, okay, well, maybe you didn't know this, but she was in the room with a nurse, with our daughter, and some things were going on that she couldn't, she couldn't come in that moment. Right. In that moment. And it's like, was the gift about you getting appreciation or about showing love to the person for their birthday? But you get conversations about that. Um, like you get reprimanded off the record (laughs) so you can control your behavior when that person, my behavior, it was, it was, it was brought to you for you to address what I wasn't doing appropriately instead of the person coming to me and saying, hey, yeah. that kind of bugged me that you didn't say thank you for that. Who does that? Who goes to your spouse to correct your behavior? That to me is just kind of like, where's your balls, dude? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, what am I going to do? Right. So I think it's, I think we could really give some great advice on identifying relationships that need some adjustment. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we have any good advice on how to work through the pain because what's sadly, what's we've done in the past is when there's been something that's been, and I'm not going to say that this relationship was traumatic. The way it ended was pretty darn traumatic. Right. Um, And we took time to talk about that, but we didn't go back and really get, how are you feeling about this or whatever Today, the steps are to right. to work through and make sure that we put a bow on it to say, okay, we've covered this every way we can. Are you still hurt? What if you, what if we've run into them in the store or any, any of these things that could happen so that you know that you've kind of put it to rest? That's how you usually know when you meet the people face to face. That's how you know within yourself whether you really dealt with it or not. Because those feelings, those emotions will come up. And if it's nothing, if it's just a person standing in front of you, you put your hand out and shake them and there's no, that emotion, that feeling, you know, whatever it may be, rage, anger, hurt, whatever. If it's nothing, then you know you've gotten over it. If it stirs stuff up, if you're avoiding them, if, I mean, tall tale, how do we act? What do you mean, how do you act? You act for people? Right. That's the tall tale that you haven't worked through it. Yeah. Because you're trying to, you're trying to present a behavior 
instead of being yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the minute that you say, I mean, I understand what you're saying. How are we going to act? Why do you have to put on an act and why can't you just be yourself? Like, who are you when, when there's diversity, when there's confrontation, when there's, you know, hurt there? Who rises to the occasion? The unsecure, the rejected, you know, the, the low self-esteem, is that the one that rises to the occasion and that's what they get? Or is it the one that is emotionally stable, healthy? Is that who they get? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, and I don't. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say because I would imagine after you have such a a long friendship with with somebody who I did have a great mm -hmm. friendship and relationship with, there were just some unhealthy lines that got crossed pretty consistently. Right. Um, but he was mentoring me, so it's almost like sadly. In that stage of my life, he could do no wrong. I, I didn't see it objectively. Right. He was like hero status to right. me. Right. And, um, you know, when you get older, like you say, like Coach Saban says, you can't teach experience. You just can't. Mm -mm. You know, you have to gain that. You have to and go through it. You start like, you know, there was a, a certain point in our life, in mine and Jeannie's marriage, where I was treating her like she was almost like she was my daughter and and i and i say that because it's like well you I, took you know, the father role on yeah it's like well i'm calling you and you're not answering your phone what are you doing you've been at walmart for 30 minutes you know and i'm calling the store where are you what what's happening mm -hmm. and these are these are things that i saw happening mm -hmm. to his wife i didn't like them but i still started to become them and after, I don't know what to do. I don't, isn't it natural after such a long relationship and then cutting it off to see somebody, no matter if you've worked through it, for it to be somewhat uncomfortable? Or does, is it, is, I just don't get that. Because mm -hmm. there obviously is still a long history there that I didn't, I just never, I never worked through. I mean, when Josh, my, when my brother used to hang around with me mm -hmm. and, and uh, this person, I would get worried for Josh because he does not care what he says to anybody. And it's like, dude, you do not want to go there with this guy because you're going to get reprimanded. And thinking back, it's like, what relationship do I want in my life like that, period? Um, but it's obvious I... I know how to cut negative people out now. I know how to set boundaries now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to deal with it. I have a current situation. Uh, on the flip side of it. On like I've, I've, I've recognized it. I put the boundaries there, but then what do I do? I can't reconcile it. I don't know what to do to reconcile it. Or maybe I do know. I just haven't taken the time because life doesn't slow down. So I'm not making these appointments and time to say, we should talk about this, or I need to talk about this. And why didn't it occur to me to do that until this moment, um, that that's something I need to do because I don't, I don't want to feel uncomfortable. It's like the friendship is, it's gone, it's over, it's heartbreaking. Um, 
but what the heck am I supposed to do to reconcile all that so the next time I see this, this person or these people, I don't feel like a nervous wreck because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to walk up and say, hey, what's up, dude? Which is what I would normally do. Is that real? It depends on the setting, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what's real right now is kind of the point I'm trying to make. I don't know. Do I just ignore and, and, and move on, which I would like to do, but ignoring is, feels like it's avoiding to me. And mm-hmm. I don't love, ooh, I hate avoiding things. Um, it obviously has, you've obviously thought about this a lot. There's been a lot of thought process in this certain relationship. Obviously, if this person was a mentor to you, he, you obviously saw something about him that you wanted. And so, you know, the, the friendship was, was a deeper than just, oh, this is just my buddy that I hang yeah. out with, you yeah, know, much deeper. it's, yeah. it's a, de- it's a deeper. So when, when those friendships and relationships, when you go on that deeper level, you know, there's full potential of deeper hurt. Um, and what we would, what we do is we avoid the situation cause we don't want to feel that hurt anymore. Like we just want to be done with it. So we just avoid it. We don't deal with it. We don't go back and talk about it we just kind of write them off turn our backs and walk the other way and and then you're here 10 15 years later I'm going to run into this person like what do I do it's because all those emotions are coming back that you've never really dealt with Mm -hmm. and so you have to ask yourself who are you like who are you as a person and that's the person like what I said, is it the insecure person? Is it the, you know, vengeance is mine? And, and what person, you're big on the best version of me is going to show up. Mm-hmm. What's the best version of Quincy that's going to show up, right, wrong, or indifferent? It doesn't matter what this person has done to me. I'm going to be true to myself. And being true to myself means, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. What, I mean, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? You have to ask yourself, Quincy Moran, <laughs> you have to ask yourself, who's going to show up at that event? The best version of myself and what does that look like? Define that for me. Is it, you know? The thing that's bothering me right now a lot that I need to work through is it's like I'm still living I'm still living according to what he's expecting me or how he's expecting me to behave. So you're more concerned about what he thinks than being the authentic you. Am I more concerned? I think I'm uh I think I'm in I'm just at odds with myself wanting to be but not knowing what that is in the moment um i don't i don't know i really just don't think i should do anything i'm like i'm like creating a ghost here (laughs) like i'm setting myself up if he's there 
what would I do to anybody if he's there and he's close? Like you say, it's like, hey, what's up? Roll tight. You know, hope you're well. But I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to be building anything. Why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of spinning is it, my wheels here. I is to, it the people pleaser that's coming out in you? I think so. I think so because I can point to a few areas of my life right now where I'm at odds with that because that's not the person I want to be. And But it's expected, at least it's communicated, it's expected I'm supposed to act a certain way. I think I'm the one who's communicating. Who, I'm, like, who's telling you that? Like, who said... For both of you, because you both use that word of how you need to act, how you need to be. Who's telling you that you need to be something? Like, what voices are, are coming in saying or telling you that you have to act a certain way? Demons. <laughs> <laughs> You're know. telling yourself. You yes. you guys are talking yourself out of it or through it. Yes. But it's that self-talk from a really bad place that's dictating to you mm-hmm. instead of the best version of who you guys are. You're not allowing to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, uh... Your wheels are turning, and so are yours, Jeannie. You're just being quiet. I'm, uh, I'm just wondering. I'm wondering to myself right now, why would this even be a conversation? Why does this matter so much? Why is it even a conversation in my mind? Because um, you haven't worked through it. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the obvious thing, and I don't know how to work through it. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of things that you can do that are like steps to work through things. Mm-hmm. And I'm great if I have some steps on how to work through it. You know, tell me how to tell me how to work through it and I'll just go do it. Um, so have you just like forgiven and just released that person and you know, it is what it is. Um, it was, you know, circumstances beyond your control, people's behaviors, attitudes, their own insecurities, their, them being humans, the best way that they know how to be humans. So, so do I like, what, what do I, what am I, what do I do? Do I have, do I have this thing where it's like, here's the things that, that really hurt me the most. And I need to understand that I can't change those things. And it is, what it is if i have any frustration i'm gonna vent it for a minute and then i'm just gonna have to bury it where it is okay i can do that and i will i will do that and i've got to do that in another situation in my life right now that i will actively engage with a person um it's it that that part it's totally up to you and how comfortable you know that your feeling is you know, if you really want reconciliation, then I would highly recommend that you reach out if that's what it is that you're wanting to make that phone call to, you know, have that meeting, whatever. If, if that's the thing that's on your heart, 
you know, to do to reconcile. Um, you know, if, if it's, if it's not in your means to do that and it's just the issue of, I just really need to let this go and forgive, you know, um, take responsibility of, you know, I said stupid things, they said stupid things, you know, whatever, whatever needs to work for you in, in how it is that you're going to voice it and how it is that you're going to process through it. You know, we both did dumb things. We both said stupid things. I don't know because I don't know all the circumstance behind it. Yeah. But it does take two in a relationship. It's yeah. never one-sided. Absolutely. And I, I think maybe I'm kind of uh, holding a grudge there. Or an me. expectation. An expectation's fair. Um, but ultimately... Those are everything that happened, whether I was naive or not, are, is things that I allowed to happen, and I didn't confront them. Because when I did confront them, it got ugly. And there was one point where it was like, okay, let's get ugly. It was the total wrong time, but I'd had enough. I had enough. It should never come to that point, though, right? right? Um, and this, this makes me think of that. I'm, I'm uh, listening to that book, The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. Mm-hmm. What a great book, if I could recommend a great book. Um, and he talks about how he gets over things, how he got over um, being paralyzed. He ended up not, but it's it's this phrase, can't change it. And, and you know, he said when he was at Cutco, his, uh, like his supervisor taught him, you know, if you lose a deal, take five minutes, put a timer on for five minutes, cuss, swear, scream, yell. And it's what I call let all the air out of the balloon. Do it. And then close it because you can't change it. And I sh- that's it's like it's something I should apply here to each of these relationships. Because I think and it, because I think we think we could we can and that we can control it and that we can. Um, like we have control over what it is that this other person is choosing to do, choosing to say, or, you know, and it's like, you can't. And, and once you relinquish and understand that you can't control anybody mm-hmm. and you take it for face value, um, you, you you would start looking at it a whole lot differently because I think sometimes we put expectations and we want to control the relationship on how we think it should be based on the expectations that we have. And then you try to control it and manipulate it because this is how you're thinking it should be. This is how it should have ended. This is how, you know, they should have responded or how they should act. Well, you can't control that person, how they're going to respond or be. Well, I think in this case, Rita, the the overarching theme is how Jeannie and I deal with brokenness mm-hmm. and disappointment, and I don't know what to put on the word, if it's conflict or, or what it is. Like, if I'm not saying that this situation relates to, like, Hannah having a grandma seizure or, like, having two kids in the hospital or, you know, all those things, mm-hmm. but, you know... Like it said, the way you do one thing is the way you do it all. We'll take a minute to know what to cut out, but we don't go back and repair um, 
all the damage that's done. We just bury it. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's not in our face, it's like it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. Until something familiar comes up. And then you pull out this whole treasure chest and say, oh, I know Look. exactly what this is about. Mm-hmm. Look at all these things that, gosh, this is just unwinding in my face right now. Look at all Keep these, talking. Look at all these things here. I know how to deal with this. I know what this is Because this about. happens to us all the time. I have to act this way when there's this situation because I've never resolved those issues. Right. I never I never put a bow on it or got all the air out of the balloon. I never talked through all that disappointment of all that time and energy invested in his family and then and them in our family. Mm-hmm. And then for it all to come like down to that, it's like if it's out of sight, out of mind for me. I can just cut you and, and write you off. Right. But I actually never wrote you off. Because they're de- still living in your head and in your yeah. thought process. I just made a deposit mm-hmm. and then I buried it until right. something familiar or a wedding comes up or whatever it is. And then I'm pulling it back out. It's like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here because I haven't resolved anything. Right. And that. Uh, so then what you do is you present yourself how you think people want you to be yes according to the situation that happened umpteen you know years ago well it's it's not umpteen (laughs) it's like three or four years three years ago Mm -hmm. maybe four maybe going on four now i know in this day and time it's a long time that's 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 time it's um it's weird because that's not i've noticed that i've made comments about it in the past that everybody's got their version of who quincy is to them Right. And when I'm not that person, they complain, they get frustrated, they call me and, you know, they, I get a lot of pushback Mm -hmm. when I'm just trying to be me. But the problem is, is that's what I created because I want, I want to be what that person needs in the moment. Right. But why can't I just be me who, who should be what that person needs in the moment? Why aren't you good enough? Why are you, why do you have to perform and and run around in circles to make somebody else comfortable instead of you just being you and them being okay with that yeah why is that why is that Quincy (laughs) am I like the only person in the world dealing with this um I gotta put an end to that Mm -hmm. I've I've you know because that has to be frustrating that has to be Exhausting. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. It's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.